Let's open our time in prayer. Father, I just come to you this morning asking that you transformation in each of study today. How to think rightly about you, how to learn how to really ask ourselves the right selves about relationship with you. And Father, if this is the Father, what else could we focus? Father, that is uh, our goal. Our goal that we desire you more than we walk with you and allow you to have free hearts um, to develop in us just that we can experience the Father as we uh, care enough about love, enough well enough to be able to what we go through today and, and cause Well, good. I, uh, I know last week with uh, a little bit of my family in town, we probably covered a few things more than we I would have normally, um, just to sake. So I, I really want to just truly jump into our time together this morning. If you haven't been with us, for, um, but we are in the middle of going through a um, framework um, that gives us an ability to know how to think about our intimacy with Christ and how, not where we really want it to be, how, how, how to address that in our own hearts. And so, um, if you would turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, we're going to spend um, quite a bit of our time together today um, looking at um, these lies um, that take every, and how to take every thought captive. Um, started in on this last week, and so the two kind of handouts that you really want to kind of have front and center, well, Three handouts. One is certainly the questions. I mean, I'm sorry, the verses. You know that we've been going through. Um, they're they're standalone in the handout out there. But if you had the ones from originally, um, they literally have the verses, you know, uh, spelled out by each um, phase. Okay. And if you have been with us before, also you'll have seen that um, those have been starting to be gone through. Uh, we've started to go through these kind of in a picture like this that has the phases. And then, like, we're, we're right now in phase one, and we've hit a whole bunch of these already. Um, and we've gotten down to 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 10, verses 3 through 6. And we said, let's pause in this, on this verse, and let's um, unbundle it a little bit more, because it really kind of frames up and tells us kind of, What's going on? The, the purpose of this diagnostic phase as being the first of the three phases is really about trying to understand what is keeping my relationship with the Lord or somebody else's relationship with the Lord from being what it could be. And, and I, that's a big, big question, right? And, um, and all of us aren't where we want to be. So this is about a lot of times I call it beggars showing other beggars where to find food. You know, um, I, I'm, I'm there personally. Um, I'm in process. Uh, this is about helping workshop-wise apply the truths of, this, of the Word of God that we've been learning since day one for the last year and how to, like, actually apply it in our lives, right? So this first diagnostic phase is really about what happens in, in our lives is that these things that are keeping us from from experiencing all that God has in our life as to Him, manifest themselves in um, emotions that um, may not be biblical. Um, it manifests itself in uh, actions that aren't biblical. Um, 
But what we learned over the last couple of weeks is that the reason why those emotions and those actions are, are the way they are is because of how we think. So the question is, is like, what's going on in my thinking process as to what am I thinking? And we said that's almost invariably something that's raised up against the knowledge of God, of who makes sense. And so we talk about not dealing with symptoms, because I could go about trying to like pull myself up by my bootstraps and like say like um, I'm just going to change how I behave. What's the problem with that from God's perspective? Like I just do the right things. What's the problem with that framework? Okay, my my thinking is totally still flawed, and and according to um, what we've learned so far, what what ensures intimacy with God? It's not just doing the right things, right? But it's also thinking the right thoughts. And the thinking the right thoughts and doing the right things and doing them at the right time in the right way for the right motives, what God wants in order for us to have intimacy with Him. Does that make sense? So that's what He calls a good thing. So the good things. He says, you know, pray for, for good things. Um, so that's what He means by that. So, so what we've gotten to is, is, is 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 6. Would somebody read that for us? Uh, one more? Great. So, what, according to this, these verses, what, what, what are our observations here um, that we looked at uh, and talked about so far? What do we say about what we can learn from here, what's here? Okay. It's um, of the mind, um, for sure. And in the mind, um, it says it's a spiritual warfare, right? Not of flesh, but of really the spirit or divinely powerful, divinely powerful. Okay? So it's, it's not uh, fleshly, it's spiritual in nature, and it's of the mind. Because um, whatever we create in our mind, we call it the first creation. Second creation is what we do. First creation is what we think. Okay, um, so what else? So if we were to describe, he says, um, for the weapons of our warfare are not of flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. Anybody got a different translation? Verse 4. Okay, prisons, yep, could be prisons. Prisons, fortresses, anything else? Strongholds. Yeah, that was the other one I was trying to get. Strongholds. So strongholds, fortresses, prisons. Um, and uh, so if, if you were to put a definition together of what strongholds, prisons, or fortresses are here, what would that be? No, not examples, a definition of it. Like, how would you just, how, if you were riding up in an elevator, you had two floors to go, and you had to tell somebody what a fortress is from this verse is, or a, or a prison, or a... Um, stronghold is. What would arguments and endeavors to fortify his opinion? Okay. Anything that's from God? Yeah. Wrongly. Right. Because I've become so com- so comfortable maybe there. A convenient place and it's a comfortable place. Yeah. I mean deal with that what's out there, right? Okay. Um, let me give you a definition. Stronghold is a mental construct or argument a stronghold is a mental construct or argument that i believe that i believe that 
contradicts, so a mental construct or argument that I believe, so that's the first thing, and that contradicts the person, our, or the work of Christ. A mental construct or argument that I have come to believe, nobody else believes, okay, that contradicts the person, the power, or the work of Christ. So he goes on here and he says, these fortresses, these prisons, these strongholds, um, this, these constructs I've raised up, um, that we are destroying these, quote, speculations. So he uses the word speculations. Talk about this, this thing. And he also used this every lofty thing, another synonym. It says raised up, that, that we've raised up against the knowledge of God. Um, and so, what, uh, any thoughts around, does anybody have different translations, speculations, and every lofty thing? Verse 5, I arguments, okay. And what? I think. That said, set up against. Um, it could be both. I mean, certainly both. But, but when he gets to verse 6, and ver, into verse 5, to the obedience of Christ, and verse 6, um, to punish all disobedience, and primary focus here is to believe. So, um, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, one of the things I want to just make clear of, there's only two lies that, that there's only two categories of lies that Satan uses and his, and his minions. Um, one is to, is to keep a person from coming to Christ. Okay? And, and second is to keep somebody from growing in Christ. Those are the two categories of focus, focused efforts that Satan's. Um, and so, as believers, if we're ta- so. Classic example, I'm, I met with somebody yesterday for the first time, and uh, without going through, you know, details, um, I, I, they're asking me for help with their um, relationship with person, and I bring my Bible, and I don't, I don't have, I don't have anything I can help this person with, I fundamentally know Christ, and I, I shared that with, I was like, I don't I don't have anything to share with myself. I don't have, I'm not smart. I don't have anything to share with you from a wisdom for what's in this word. And um, scriptures say, like, none of this stuff's going to help you whatsoever unless I can be assured that you have come to Christ. And I laid out the gospel very clearly. And, and the great news in this setting was that this person had come to Christ earlier in their life. And they they just haven't walked with God. They don't know anything about what it means to apply the Word of God. They don't understand it. They don't. Um, they, they're at, they've been broken completely because of their sin, and they're just at their wits' end. I told him, I said, you know, C.S. Lewis, right? He says, like God, God whispers to us, you know, in our general blessings that God gives us day by day, but He screams at us in our through the megaphone of pain. And that's how he gets our attention. And you're at that point now. Great news. <laughs> Let me declare to you the glory of God, right? I mean, like, okay, now you're listening. Um, but you weren't listening before. Let me, let me walk you through things that have happened. It's just now that you've gotten to a place where you're ready to hear. The question was, like, are, just what we've talked about, right? It's like, now that we've con- confirmed that you that you know Christ and you, and you have come to Christ and you are a child of God, the great news is the Spirit of God is in you. Great news also is that um, you you can make choices from this day. There is hope, and 
I could talk to you about how to have a great relationship person, this woman, uh, this you know girl, uh, young lady, but that's not solving the problem here. The problem is that your heart needs to be changed, and you need to understand how to love God more than you love her. And if you don't learn how to do that, your your future marriage, your everything, is toast for eternity. For eternity. And so you know, I we you know we'll start with just what we started with here. Um, we're going to start with his purpose in life. Like, what is it? I asked him that question. Like, that's where we're going to start. We're going to start about, like, do you care all to exalt God in your life? Of all these other things. Saw, like, your parents' marriage dissolve at five, and you saw mom and your stepdad dissolve last week. Help me understand why yours isn't going to go. We're, we're going to build it from the bottom up, but he's, great news is, is like, God is able to exceedingly abundantly. You've got to go back to the beginning and put down the bricks around the cornerstone of Christ. Back basics, it's like the simple things. So, um, his, his, he's believed a bunch of lies that have uh, taken him. Um, so, when we think about these uh, lies, they've, um, it says here that they've been raised up against the knowledge of God. He says, in order to address these, we have to take every thought captive. Every thought captive. Um, does that mean that these these lies aren't going to continually are not be continually be things that we're going to continue to struggle with? No, I don't think so. They will continue to haunt me because this is the way God's wired me. But he hasn't wired me to fail. He's wired me to be successful in the process of dealing with Christ dealt with the lies, right? When he says the Spirit of God led him into the wilderness to be tempted. God wants me to win. God only wants me to think rightly. God has given me everything I need to be able to know how to do that. I want to, is the question. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. And and, uh, and one another, right? And to live our lives in community. Um, so, a mental, or a stronghold is a mental construct or argument that I believe that contradicts the person and power and and or work of Christ. Okay, good. So that frames up this. And it says, uh, every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, and we're ready to, quote, punish all disobedience. Um, we're punish. Any thoughts around what that means or looks like? Okay, okay. Yep. Take, take all those seriously. Deal with, the, you know, the conclusions that those decisions make. And that's why when we looked at um, James, um, well, we'll look at it in one of the next verses, the second one to the end here, 113, what we're going to find is that every every decision that I give into in temptation leads me to a place of death. I want, I want, want to know that personally if I'm in this place, and I want to make sure that the person I'm working with, they, they understand 100% of the outcomes of stab in the heart of intimacy. Okay, any thoughts or comments real quick before you jump in? Very much so. So, I, I want to just spend some time brainstorming here with you. Um, we'll use it in our in, in pulling this together, but um, one of the things that, I, so I put, I gave you a handout there. Um, give you a handout and I uh, um, want you to take a look at that and and as we write these up here, I, I'll uh, I'll let you uh, 
um, you know, write them down in your paper there. Um, so, if you were to describe lies I tell about myself, let's, uh, what could some of these be? I try to write it smaller up here. Thoughts? Either I tell my about myself or people tell about themselves individually. Go ahead. I can, what did you say? Control. Okay. Uh, I can be in control. Okay. So that, that one alone says what, like, I mean, the scriptures tell us to be in control, right? And yet, how does that differ from what you're saying? Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. What else? Other ones? Huh? Okay, yeah. I need fill in the blank, right? Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Of the question or the or the statement, right? Yeah. Amen. What else? Yes. Good. I deserve. So why is that one so insidious? Okay. Yeah. So many things, isn't it? It's like so, such a powerful, and by the way, most people won't come out and say that. But when they do, it's, it's good because it's on the table. But what's another way to get to uh, what this is by asking a question? Thoughts? What's the mentality behind the comment I de- or the lie I deserve? Entitlement, exactly. So the question here is, you know, when you think about entitlement, the question is like, what do you, what are you expecting out of this relationship, or what are you expecting out of this situation or circumstance? That now starts to kind of ask, like, oh, okay, why? Well, I, I think X, Y, and Z should occur. Well, what if it doesn't? Right? I mean, you you see what I'm saying? So, that's a great one. What else? Would you say, Marlene? I worked. I worked for it. Yeah. Good. So it's a part of that same thought process, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, what else? Okay, I can't overcome. Another one would be, I'm not worthy. I mean, you can say it lots of different ways, right? Not worthy. So it's about, like, concluding um, my self-esteem, my value. Okay. Who am I? Woe is me. Okay. Yes. This is one that I was dealing with yesterday. This is exactly one that I was doing yesterday. Is like... I can overcome <laughs> everything, right? So now, that one now is the reverse, which is like I'm, I'm self-made in everything, right? I, I can do it. Um, other ways, yeah, self-sufficient. Okay. Any other big ones that you can think of? Yeah, yeah. By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm counseling somebody right now with that. <laughs> Don't need anyone. By the way, that, that is keeping them from learning what love is right now. Yeah, good. Yeah. 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 That was me. Good. Yes. I wanted to make sure that we got that one in here. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm just. They may get spiritual on here. That I've been created. <laughs> um, okay. Any other ones? Yes. Yes. I, I because hear, it, I hear everything you're saying. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Good. 
You can see how insidious these are. Oh my goodness. Okay, lies the world tells me. Good, okay. You, you deserve X, Y, Z, right? Okay. Okay. What else? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of that's kind of open ended, right? But definition of success. In fact, that was that was the first thing because that kind of comes to purpose and understanding, right? So that was one of the first things I went to yesterday. Is like, well, how do you define success? <laughs> that arrests people's attention really quick. Yes. What do look like? Where? Good. Yes. Yeah. Earthy. I think it's the passage uh, talking about um, this world and what is earthy versus what is spiritual, right? Yeah, like it's First Corinthians 15. Yeah, it yeah. yeah, it's in uh, talking about heavenly bodies and earthly bodies and 37, 38. Oh, yeah, that's it. Is it? Okay. Yeah, there it is. It's 47. Yes. How about everyone's doing it, right? I hear this all the time. Yes, let's get that one in here. So, um, yeah, but not me, right? Um, how about um, everything's relative, right? Right. Yeah. The, the 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 so what on this one? Every one of these, by the way, has a so what, right? So what on this one is um, no consequences. Now you can quickly see how that's raised up against the knowledge of God, right? Okay. Good. What else? Yes. How about you only go around once? Okay. Big ones there, right? Um, let's go on to lies that distort the gospel. Oh, yes. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so that's a good one. No, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. Not just way. And, and you know, it, on top of that is, like, not just one way, it's like the thought process is that you're so... Tolerant, yeah. Okay. Very. So, so this other one, the just stories, myths. That one creeps into also creation, right? So it's the whole. Are you kidding? With all the science that exists, you would believe that, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that one, that lies that distorted the gospel is uh, something about. I'll just. Capsulate it like this is stand in judgment. In other words, it could be the story, it could be the whatever is in the scriptures. I stand in. I I don't think that that I whatever thought don't think that was. Yeah, it's, it's right in there. Yeah, yep. Heaven or hell, right? Don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> or or some rendition of it, right? <laughs> Correct. Um. Not for where's the one you had and about like being oh that was that one I was gonna write the other one down I thought that I thought you were saying which is that um, everyone born good you know and that there's a white slate and you somehow write on it and then you know it goes where it goes right <laughs> what else uh, yeah okay so this this one this one is you know. Uh, Resurrection didn't exist, really. I mean, that's really the core, yeah. right? And all that other stuff, fine, but really? Okay. All right, lies I believe about my marriage. To make me happy. <laughs> 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 
Good, okay. So, don't like it. Get out. Yes, yes. Okay. What else? Try hard enough. I. Yes, yes. Yes. If only my spouse would. Good one. Okay. So, I'll just call it compartmentalization. Yeah, what is what is my relationship with the Lord have anything to do with my 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 marriage, right? You could say that for a couple of these other ones too. Compartmentalize. Okay, good. Um, any other ones? Jump out. Big one. They're big thinking ones. Um, I think another one is that um, if I'm in it and it's bad, is there's no hope. Hope doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah. Or how about, I, I'm only in this for the kids. Okay? All right, let's go on. Uh, lies from the questions I ask. Now, what does this mean? <laughs> so, it, in my heart, if I'm struggling with something, yeah. You just say what I want you to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> go ahead, Sharon. What are you saying? Should I go to the tavern to beat my friend? <laughs> great one. So let me give you some other thoughts around this. I think Dave's got a great intro there. Another another whole another whole thought process might be um, like if I'm struggling with it, like why is God allowing me to go through this? Well, the very fact I ask that question, what am I trying? What what actually am I? At least start. Uh, what am I? I'm, it's okay to struggle, but the issue isn't struggling. The issue, but even the struggle does show the doubt or the or the or the possible rejection, po- possible uh, expectation I have, or possible issue. And and it's okay. That I, like I move through that process and I conclude something. But if I don't conclude something about God as being right, then then I'm left with the questions. Follow me. That's what that's what this is kind of trying to get at. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, so what would be some of these then? You think? How about why me? Yeah, yeah. Let's do the questions on this one. I think I think it. Yeah, that's a good good point. Yes, yes. And so, just take that for a second. What what's behind that one? Yeah, it's this. Uh, Thinking of God as an ogre who's ready to strike me, you know, because I I didn't obey him in one, in a setting or something. So so it's a wrong thought about even like who God is and how he really loves me and he, like he's in the middle of this and like he's purposeful and it's redemptive and it's or can be redemptive, you know? Okay. I used to just strike me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That thinking. Yeah. And a lot of that might come. From like one of the parents, how they interacted with me, you know, or or somebody else in my life who's who was very stern and right, you know, that way. There's lots of reasons behind this, but but the questions—that's a good one. What else? Good. Another one. What what about the thought processes you had earlier, just a second ago, Dave? As far as like, um, how about I just put the category that you were bringing up, which was manipulative. Okay. Like how about where is God? Sometimes it's so dark, right? 
tough to ask the question, right? Kill him, can't. So, it's a challenging situation. Yeah. 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 Good. What verse would you give them for that one? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it would depend, right? So somehow this question is like calling out that like you're special, you're unique, you, you, no one else in the world through all time has had to go through this, or yeah. But, but even behind that also is like God, I'm judging you for putting me through this, <laughs> or questioning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, right? But you see the category. You see how how just even. Questions in my mind that I'm kind of wrestling with can can give me a lot of really valuable information about what I'm working through. Yeah. Okay. Lie, lies, lies distorting who God, God or Christ are. Right. Yeah, quite a few of those would. Um, but getting to the point that you're bringing up, Linda, I think it's like um, as long as you believe in a higher power or, yeah. Okay, good. I, that's a really good one. Thing. What was it? Get what you want? Well, and even just the whole point of behavior modification, I mean, that just that alone is stuck sometimes in this, in a spiritual way without dealing with the heart. I see it all the time in counseling. It, uh, yeah. And uh, it's just wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Okay. So, I, I'll, I mean, just the choosing process puts you, what, in, in a decision-making process, right? Good. Yes. Uh, so, so yeah, I believe God wound up the world and put it in place, but he's like, how could he care about what I'm going through, right? <laughs> yeah, not in God. Yes. <laughs> he's not watching. <laughs> he's, not, he's not in the middle of this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. What was it? Okay. Yeah, I think it was. Okay. Okay. I like this one really a lot. Um, I'll just, to wrap it up on this one, I'll just say God's character, okay? And now put here, it, the summation, obviously, is holiness, right? Good one. Because that, that's kind of, whole, kind of holistic, right? Okay. Uh, let's jump to lies distorting God, what God or Christ has done. So, not who he is, but what he's done. Okay, good. Okay. So, resurrection. Yes, very much so. Creation, right? Because why is... So, let me ask you a dumb question. Why is believing the creation story so important? People would minimize the need to leave that. In what way? Okay. Yeah, how did sin enter into the world is the question that, ha- that begs if you don't deal with that directly. And that there's hope, right? Because coming out of that with the creation story, why did he 
um, ban them from the garden? And is the garden a future thing? You know, and then it tees up the head crushing process, right? Tees up how Satan yeah, is going to happen and how he was going to bring the seed into existence and how the seed would be crushing the serpent and that there's hope in an eternal redemption and redeeming process. I mean, just all of that comes just from believing the creation story, right? Because God has a plan and therefore he's on the throne and he's going to pull it off and it's going to happen. I mean, all of that. How do you answer any and all those questions if you don't have that, that framework of thinking? Yeah, really important. What else? You can walk through the whole Bible and find all Ten plagues. Yeah. Noah. Yeah. Going 40 years to the desert. Yeah, stories in the Bible. Find a way to contradict. Yeah, Romans 15.4, right? These things have been laid out that you would learn from these things so that you would have hope. <laughs> right? Okay? So... All of the history has meaning and purpose. Okay? What else? Yes. Yes. Yeah. A sovereign God, a just God, a holy God. <laughs> right. But I'll suggest, like, for instance, Nathan um, Wells. Okay, he's in the middle of, like, learning how to be chaplain, right? And he's um, growing in that and learning a lot. You know, and I told him, like, when he went to do that, the most important question he had to deal with and have ready at his fingertips was, was this question, how could a loving God allow suffering just? And I don't have an answer for that, like, that, that, that makes sense and is biblical, then you're going to struggle. You'll struggle because that's the, that's the inside question that everybody's asking there, right? Yeah. What else? What he's done. Say that again. Um, he is not adequate for these things. Yeah. That's a good one. I have to do something, right? <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a really good one. Um, don't I, or, or isn't it better, it, maybe it's a different, maybe it's say it in different ways, is God doesn't choose make us robots. In other words, the, the, the back end of that is I should have choosing capability, right? And we do. And so it's really understanding all of that, right? It's really coming up with a biblical theology of, of God's elective purposes and my responsibilities. Okay, good. Yeah. Yes. 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 Very much so. Well, let, let's take that to the promises then. What are what are these lies that distort God or Christ's promises? We could, for this one, we could just put His promises in here and against that if you want. I mean, that'd probably be easier. Nobody came back. Okay. Um, so I'll put in here heaven. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. Um, the way God has promised it, right? So all the two and a half years of whatever it was, two years of study that we did on heaven, you know, you would just go to every part of that that study and and say, how could that be? How could that be? It, yeah. So so never leave us. Okay. What else? 
it says, I, I go to prepare a place for you, right? So I can, I'll add this one to here. Okay? Yeah, I mean, he really deals with that um, in Peter, right? He says, you know, so many people, it hasn't happened yet, and so many people say, well, where is his return, right? It's, it, he's not coming back. I mean, that's the lie, right? He's not coming back. So therefore, back to some of the things we said up here, there's no consequences, right? Or, okay, what else? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, re- I really love uh, um, uh, uh, Erwin Lutzer's book on um, One Minute After You Die, right? The first paragraph is, you know, that uh, one minute after I die, my eternal state is forever fixed. Okay? Yeah, definitely. So, the, like purgatory, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just put that up here. Okay? Yes. About abundant life exists. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But they did experience the, the fruit of, of leaning fully into God in the process. You know, though they didn't really see the final outcome, right? What else? Like, I mean, you can build off this one on overcome, and I guess in my mind there, it's let, you know, hope exists um, to be able to overcome sin and, and to be able to get out of the you know, death spiral and all of that. So I'll just put up here that hope exists. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say the power of the, that it has that capability. Um, cut through to the whatever it is, judge the motives of the heart, right? The lie, right? To c- combat the lie. Yes, active, powerful, good. Um, anything else? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just say everything matters. <laughs> That's a really big point, right? Everything matters. Like there's for everything has purpose, and it my decision when no one else can see that decision. Like it really matters, right? Right. Power. Right. So. I've got to put another one up here. I don't know that we really said it, but man, it's a powerful whole study to bring into this. just this. You know, God is able. Good. That community. Yeah, community matters, right? <laughs> a little one down there, right? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, okay, good. Um, well, this will frame up a lot of the thoughts that we have um, uh, as we move through this here. Um, I, I wanted to, in the next five, ten minutes here, I wanted to, uh, and you can, you can write this uh, on, uh, you, on the, on, in, uh, you, I don't know if you were writing here or where you were writing, but if you weren't, but just draw a line here, and I want to put some things up here on the side. So, when um, when we choose to fight, when we choose to um, fight in our own strength versus spiritually, um, what are some of the things that um, commonly either fall into or uh, end up doing as a result of taking these lies on and dealing with them in our own strength? Uh, what what are some examples of things that um, come into existence in our lives? How we approach them? Let me give you an example. Um, maybe I'm a young man who struggles with verse that we haven't gotten to yet. James one, 
that uh, every decision of my heart, when it pursues, um, my, when I give in to my desires, that bend to them, sin. And so as a result of that, I've given in to sin, and I haven't really truly stood the ramifications of that giving in process to my... Now I've come, come to grips with the fact that not only have I been giving in to it, over time it has actually created pathways in my mind think wrong thoughts about women, think wrong thoughts about, um, importantly, my relationship with the Lord, right? And I maybe even now I'm, I'm dabbling in pornography. I'm dabbling in, yeah, I'm addicted to that. I walk through, I, I don't think rightly about people I see, all the pieces of that. So what one of the things I'd be looking at here is that, you know, pornography becomes like, my approach to having been dealing with this wrongly. Does that make sense? So that's an example. What might be other examples that you would up as ways in which I choose to deal with fleshly perspective? Does that make sense as far as the question goes? Yeah. Right. This is exactly what I was trying to get at. So workaholic. workaholic. So let me just ta- touch on that one because I'm a workaholic, covering one. Um, I, I, I never, I've been trying to deal with this most of my life. And I shared with a young man yesterday. He's like, "What's behind a workaholic?" And I can be really spiritual about it and say, "Like I'm trying to do my best for." But what's wrong with that? What could be right for? I mean, it could be could be accurate. I mean, but also it's what's behind a workaholic. That that's the approach to trying to deal with something. Identity. Okay, good. Identity. Go ahead, Cheryl. Yep. Party. Okay. What else? Fear of man, maybe, right? What else? Right. Um, value, worth, you know, comes from there. Feel a void, okay, like running yeah. from well, something, avoid, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Something. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all of those, th- you can quickly see, like, b- by just bluting about one thing as to how I'm, how I'm uh, trying to deal with something uh, by, in a wrong way, in a fleshly way, provides clarity, better clarity to some more deeper things possibly going on. It doesn't, doesn't prove that it's worth versus it, you know, running from something. But it gives me enough room to kind of go further. Does that make sense? Um, when we just talked about the porn, right? Porn is, what's behind porn? That's a fleshly thing I'm, that's happening that I'm dealing with something. What, what is it that, what's the lie that I'm trying to, yeah. yeah. The, the, the lie from the adversary who's using my desires to work with, the lie I'm believing is somehow it's going to gratify myself or, or somehow it's going to um, fulfill me somehow. 100% of the time, we know it's a lie, right? So that's another good example. What are some other examples of things? Pardon me? Money. Okay. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's... Uh, so, so... So... Okay. So... Money. So, behind that, maybe another, maybe an example. <laughs> but most power shoppers are women, <laughs> and and enjoy like going and spending money. Um, I mean, I like to go and get it, but <laughs> it's, it's not the journey of, of buying. <laughs> but 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 shopping and spending money when maybe it doesn't exist, or just doing it to try to cauterize some pain that's happening you know maybe my relationship with my husband isn't going well so i want to be outside the house and i want to go out there and do see very quickly how you know 
shopping could be one of those things. What else? I, I all the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, you yeah. grew up, right? Buy something. <laughs> <laughs> you always want to have something on hand, right? Because you're scared of like not having it, right? Um, a great example, a similar example in a different space for me is having grown up without anything. Like never, I mean, we were just destitute all the time, and grew up thinking that was the way it was, right? And, and so, one of my goals always has been. Like not for myself, but for my children to like to be able to spend some monies on them, right? To not to have them feel the same way I did. Well, what is that going to do? I I turned out fine. In fact, I probably have a great strength in my faith because of that, right? So I'm actually probably doing things that probably aren't great, you know, in that situation of of giving you know children or grandkids more. So as an example, right? Um, what else? What what's a What's an very uh, not appropriate? What's a very common way of running from things? Yeah, yeah, eating very much so. I mean, eating and eating disorders are there because I'm thinking somehow that's going to hurt food me or something in the short term that feels good. But you know, what else? Drinking. Drinking. Okay, good. Yes, yes. So, so drugs. Okay, sex. Busyness. Very good. Very good. Busyness. Yeah. Desire to control. It manifests itself in many ways, right? How about, um, uh, kind of said it here, but it's, it's in drugs and it's the medication, maybe, oh, to try to anesthetize. Okay? Materialism, right? Materialistic. It is. Yeah. For sure. I mean, what about, what about, like, um, exercise? <laughs> right, exercise, uh, over-exercising, right? I always use that one for quiet. No? <laughs> Rationalize. How about gossiping? Gossiping. How about judging? <laughs> just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Okay, blaming, right? Blaming, blaming others. Okay. Um, how about um, lack of forgiveness? Yeah, and that's another one, which is bitterness, right? Bitterness, right? Okay. How about um, I see these people all the time. Like, I just call it education. Like <laughs> they're in school till the cows come home. They never do anything with it, but love school. <laughs> I'm just running from reality or whatever, right? Uh, how about adultery? What else? But these are great examples. I, I think somebody brought one up. I think it was Dave, but this concept of self-righteousness. In other words, like, I have this air about me, right, that says I know stuff and therefore I don't really walk it, right? I don't talk to my family, right? Like, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, right? I want to portray myself as being... But you can quickly see how these things like are so insidious, and these are the fleshly ways in which we go about um, trying to dress things in a wrong way. Uh, the lies. So, um, any observations just in closing about what we did on the board, and and these these fleshly approaches to I'll call it managing these things, yes. and and just how insidious it is. Just the way I think or have come to think, and I don't ever intentionally, conscientiously put my thoughts in the way I think on trial and judge it 
solid ground off the road. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> and reality. Amen. Well, Dave, could you close us in prayer? Have a great week, everybody. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Take your Tuesday night, right? Take your snapshot. I know. <laughs> Don't lose that. <laughs>